0: If you have your Bibles, open them, you might, you want to, you don't have to, might make, listen to me the whole thing first so you know what you want to do. We're going to look at Psalm 136, and uh, what we're going to do is a bit of responsive reading. But to make it easy, go to the first slide there, Bub, to make it easy, uh, there you go, that's going to be your part. So everybody just say that with me. Now, now, if, now, if you have, that's in the New American Standard. So if you have uh, a different version, that, that's what I want you to say, but you can follow along. I'm just going to, I'll read part of the passage, and then you'll respond, you'll echo with that. So you want to try that again? Everybody say it together. To so I'll read, we're going to go through verses 1 through 9, and then 23 through 26. So this is a little bit old school. Some of you might know, usually we have this in a book, and then, there's, a, there's bold print and whatever, but this will make it easy for you. I almost made a slide for everyone, but then I thought, ooh, that's a lot of slides. So be, this, this is all that we'll say together. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So I'll say something, then we all say that. You got that? This is going to be new for us. Let's try it. <laughs> Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of gods. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him alone who does great wonders. To him who made the heavens with skill. To him who spread out the earth above the waters. To him who made the great lights. The sun to rule by day. The moon and the stars to rule by night. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Who remembered us in our low estate, For his loving kindness is everlasting. And rescued us from our adversaries. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Who gives food to all flesh. Is give thanks to the God of heaven. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Come on, somebody say so. Anybody got to say so? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Lord, we praise you. You know, what's interesting is a psalm like that would have been practiced by our, our, uh, our, our Jewish, and our, our Hebrew Yahwehist uh, ancestors, and that's exactly what they would have done. They would have repeated these things over and over again, and through repetition, the, the truth and the power of a thing would settle down deep into their souls. We're talking about gratitude this month. We've defined gratitude as when we recognize and acknowledge the good that we have received and the goodwill or the goodness behind it. Recognizing it and then responding to it. Saying something, acknowledging, saying it, singing it, writing it down, smiling, sending a smoke signal, doing something. Because uh, gratitude that we, if there's, I suppose there is a benefit to just kind of that grateful feeling that someone has, but you will forfeit the full benefit and the rightness of gratitude if you don't say something, if you don't acknowledge it. We got to give thanks. We got some some sort of expression. We've seen through scripture and through science. That we should practice gratitude because it enlarges our joy. It positively affects our outlook and our attitude and our mental and physical health. It also opens our inner life to greater grace. Gratitude magnifies and internalizes the goodness in our lives. Gratitude is good manners, (laughs) it's good theology, and it's good for us. Today, we'll consider one more reason to give thanks. Gratitude is God's will. Gratitude is God's will for you. Let's just walk through a few of the verses that I think you have in your bulletin insert. They might be in a different order, but... Uh, here's the verses that we'll look at together. Ephesians chapter 5, I'll begin at verse 15 and we'll go all the way to 20. Here's the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, explaining them or prescribing to them the spirit-filled life. Here's what he says, therefore, be careful how you walk. Take care, pay attention to how you live, how you walk. Not as unwise men, but as wise making the most of your time because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Everybody want to know what the will of the Lord is? Yes. Well, it says if you don't, you, you're foolish. So you're either a, a fool or you want to know what the will of the Lord is. Anybody want to know what the will of the Lord is? Yes. All right, here there we go. So, and here it is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be Filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another. You ready for a little fun? Okay, I'll tell you. Here's the deal. The main verb there is be, be filled. It's a a present passive imperative. You don't care what that means other than it's something that you decide to let happen to you continually. You decide to let this happen to you continually. Be, being filled with the Spirit. There's the verb. And here's the, then there's a whole string of participles that, that, Re- redefine or accompany what that that action. This, so the, so the, what we hear after that is describing the spirit-filled life. You ready for it? Here it is: speaking to one speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. And the verse twenty: always giving thanks for. All things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. So the spirit-filled life here, I want you to see, notice the universals at the end. That the spirit-filled life is defined as or is, is expressed in always giving thanks. Does anybody need me to unpack the Greek for always? If there's a way, it's all of them. Okay, everybody say always. Always Always giving thanks for all things. For all things, we should understand that with with a degree of reason there, that Paul's not saying if, if you stub your toe, he is not saying you should say, thank God I stubbed my toe. You know, if I got a flat tire, thank you, Lord, for my flat tire. I mean, you can. You might be happier about it. But the Scripture would help us to understand what he means is we're giving thanks for all good things, for all things that come into our life because of Jesus Christ. And and, and that really trains our mind to look for and to recognize the goodness of God, the providence of God. And even in the midst of things that seem rough, I'm still looking for, I'm still anticipating, I'm still believing in the goodness of God. So I literally can always give thanks for all things in the name of Jesus Christ. Always giving thanks for all things. To be in Christ is to be grateful and give thanks. The next passage is Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. Paul says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. How many would like that? How many would like the peace of Christ? That, that phrase there is a, was something that we might, uh, the, the metaphor or an image that we might use is like an umpire. An umpire that says that's a, you know, that's a, that's a fair or a foul ball. That's a govern. The peace of Christ is to be the empire, empire umpire in your hearts. The empire is fine too. Don't be surprised. Okay. But it's the, what? Yeah, I I like that one better. The peace of Christ dressed in black with a robe and insisting on him. Hmm. Anyway, take two. The peace of Christ is the umpire. It literally, when things come into your life, it calls fair or foul. It decides what is permissible. It decides which direction to go, what you should say or shouldn't say. The peace of Christ is to rule in your hearts. And you were, and you, this is, you were called to this, Paul says, so let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and be thankful. You hear that? It is impossible for peace to prevail in an ungrateful heart. Let the word of Christ dwell in you, dwell richly within you with all teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And then verse 17, whatever you do. Once, we're, once again, we're, we're back to this, uni, this, this universal thing, like always and now whatever you do. That pretty much encompasses it all, doesn't it? Whatever you do in word or in deed, in case you missed it, whether you're talking or doing, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God. Be thankful. Sing with thankfulness. And then finally, verse 17, to live and to do and to speak in the name of Jesus is to do so with gratitude, giving thanks to God. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18. In everything, give thanks. Have, have we landed on this yet? Has this, has this, have we reached a point of clarity yet? In everything. Somebody say everything. everything. In everything, give thanks. Now, here's a clue here. Again, it doesn't necessarily say, again, not not, not for... Not for tornadoes and storms and crises. Oh, thank you, Lord. We're not masochists and God's not sending mean things to us for our good. That's not the God that we serve. That's bananas. That's nonsense. But in the midst of everything, give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. What is the will of God? What's God's will for my life, Pastor Dab? To give thanks. Well, What about what shoes I should wear? Give thanks. What about what job? Give thanks. It, you, can, you will, the, the will of God, the path of God, the direction of God, the hand of God, His providence will be, His peace will in your life. His word will dwell in you richly. You'll live and do in the name of Jesus as you'll just get on the, the grateful train and stay on it. Just keep giving thanks. Give thanks right in the middle of everything. I give thanks right in the middle of it. Oh, my word. Now, this is where you separate The weenie bops from the people of faith. I don't ever like to say anything that might sound harsh. But here's the deal. This is where people, this is where you learn faith. This is what faith is. Faith sees that no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what's happening around you, nothing is greater than his grace. Nothing is more powerful than his promise, than his providence, than his power. Nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ, from the mercy of God that endures forever, or from his goodness that is working all things together for your good. No matter what, there is more with you than against you. No matter what. So we give thanks to believe this, to believe that in good and in middle and in sour and sweet times, I am believing, I know the truth, that there's a great, big, good God who loves me and is dedicated to me and who called me. He called me first. He knew me first. He has a plan for my life. No matter what happens in this life, it's not the end. I know that there's salvation. I know that there is an avalanche of glory waiting for me. Gratitude is God's will. It is always the right thing to do. It is always the good thing to do. Let me say one more thing. It's always, again, it's always the most positive and powerful thing that you can do. One more passage. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. It begins like this. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. In other words, in the same way or the same manner that you receive Christ, continue to walk in him that way. The way in is the way on. How would you get in this thing? Through faith, receiving, trusting, relying, and responding with gratitude. That's how you receive Christ. Paul says the way you received him is the way you walk in him. The way, the way on, the way forward is the same way. That's where we pick up verse 7. Having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Now, if you want to take your pen like I'm about to do right now, that word and is in italics, so it's not necessary. So I mean, if, I, if I cross that out, Uh, I understand that that was supplied by a translator, so now I'm going to read that again. Having been firmly rooted, being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed, overflowing with gratitude. There are three verbs there that are things that are being done to you or being done for you. You have been firmly rooted. That's actually, that's actually in the perfect, that is, that is a perfect thing. That is something that God has done the moment, the moment that you lifted up your eyes and believed on Christ, you, were, you, were, you have been firmly rooted. God planted you firmly. That's already happened. So don't read that verse and say, I've got to try real hard to get my roots down in there somewhere. You've been rooted. Right. Then it says, you have been or are being are being built up right now you are being built up and you are being established in your faith you are being built up and strengthened those things are happening to you well what are you supposed to do there's only one verb there that's in the active voice overflowing with gratitude You can frustrate yourself as a believer thinking, I've got to work harder to be rooted and stronger and this and that and try to do all the things. Here's what you can do. How many of you want? you want to be rooted? You want to be established? You want to be stronger? If, you're, if you desire to, be, to grow in the Lord, to be stronger in the Lord, you desire to produce more fruit in your life, here's the secret. Are you kidding me, Dab? There's a secret. Yep, it's gratitude. And not just to have a wee bit of it, but to overflow with gratitude. God does the planting and the building and the strengthening, and you do, or as you do, as you overflow with gratitude. Friends, spiritual maturity, strengthening, spiritual formation may actually be caused by, primarily, most powerfully by, your gratitude. If you're looking to grow in the Lord, I've heard folks say, oh boy, you know, they they feel like their life has grown maybe stagnant not growing, not making progress, not deeper, not longer, whatever, whatever phrases they want. They find themselves kind of wishing there was more. Here's the thing, overflow with gratitude. That's the key to breakthrough. Could it be that simple? Could gratitude, which is the will of God for us, be this powerful, this integral, this necessary, this effective in our lives? There's only one way to find out. Let's give thanks. You ready? I'll invite my family to come. We have a, we, the, the, our sweet family wants, they wanted to give thanks, but they wanted to do it a little bit differently. Come on up, guys. Okay? In just a moment, we're going to fill this room with the giving of thanks, and we'll do so one at a time. They need that? Oh, you can do that then. Okay? We'll do so one at a time. But first, there's there's this one unique expression that we want to do today. Can I leave this here? Ray, is this all right here for now? Okay. All right, we're going to turn them loose. You guys, you, all right, mama's got it. Okay, okie dokie.
1: Oh, I'm Zenora. Hi. Um, I'm thankful for my family and God's love and protection upon us.
2: Uh, my name is Noah. Um, I'm thankful for this church and uh, for you guys for giving me the opportunity to be up here and let us be thankful.
3: Uh, my name is Ray Jr. and I'm thankful for the food that my mom made on Thanksgiving, and uh, and I'm also thankful for uh, God protecting me and my family every single day of my life.
4: Hi, I'm Tossie. Uh I'm thankful for the church pastor and uh pastoral staff and everyone here
5: thank god for the church and thank god for our pastor very uh, enthusiastic for bringing the word that feeds all of us we should make the glory be to god and honor to him so we don't want to take all the time but we want to sing this song so we can express our gratitude our hearts on thanksgiving thank you happy thanksgiving family
0: Salanoa family, thank you so much. We love you guys. Thanks for sharing that. That was really awesome. All right. Who is ready to give thanks? Oh, we got one in the back, one in the back, one in the back. Okay. Joel, come get him. Come get Joel. Okay. And then make sure, and I got, do I have, look here. Here we have Darcy here, Mrs. Dav here, and Naomi in the back. So we're going to keep an eye on each section. So try to make eye contact with your, your particular form of Vanna White. Okay. And uh and then they'll they'll let you know well they'll let me know that we're ready. All right, let's go. Well
5: uh three years ago I had a rough time in my life. And the last two years I didn't think I could get through it. And I might not today, but I'm so thankful for our pastors who when you're broken they lift you up. And the people of this church. Uh, Leon checking on me every week, always, faithfully. Uh, Donna Betty, always there. Uh, Mama Jean just adopted me. Uh, so many others. But the one person that I could never thank enough was my wife. She, She's my rock. She lifted me up. As my cousin Larry told you that he, he wanted to borrow your Holy Ghost. She <laughs> borrowed, she loaned her Holy Ghost to me to lift me up. She keeps me strong. She loves me. She holds me. She—I don't know how to say it. Yep, someone. That just, she can be mean too. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, she she protected me all the way around. And, I just wanted to say this because your people are so wonderful here. If you don't know if you're in the right church, let me tell you you are. You are. Okay. You know, we've uh Nancy and I have been here a few years and over the past thirty five years or so we have been to Various churches, not only in Clark County, but in Central and different places. And this one, I would grade an A-plus over everything else we've been. You know, we, we used to joke about some, you don't believe in life after death, just go to this church, you know, and, and <laughs> I'm not mentioning no names, but, you know, we've we we have been to churches that were dead. We have been to churches that are alive, and I got to tell you, this one is alive—really alive.
0: Thanks for giving us a good grade, Kenny. Yeah.
6: <laughs> in May, I fell and broke my leg in four places. It was a lovely experience. 12 weeks in bed. Television is boring. (laughs) But I have to tell you, I am so thankful and grateful to my family Uh because they stepped up and my husband took care of me in some really not nice situations, and my family was there for me, and I am grateful for that.
7: I'm so thankful to God for just being here, you know it, it it's been an an awful wonderful ride that the Lord has taken me on. It's been a little bit bumpy, so forth, but I am so very eternally grateful for god's grace, for God's compassion for his mercy and I thank God for this church and our pastor I thank God, for the non-compromising thing, that the gospel comes out. The Lord is first. I thank God that my son-in-law is sitting up there in the robe. I thank God for the graciousness of God. But most of all, I thank God because he accepted me with all my faults, with all my idiosyncrasies. God loves me. I thank God so much for my wife and my family that if it wasn't for them, it would have been awful hard. But thank you, Jesus, for each and every one. And I want to thank you all for all of your prayers. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Oh, she's coming, and I'm
8: have them stand. Sure. If, you if you
1: can.
9: If you
8: can no? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hi. I've
9: been going to the church, I think, a year and a half, and I thank God every day for this church and for my friend that introduced me to this church. Um, her name was Kathy, and I think she comes to the later service. And also, I'd like to thank God for my husband, Lloyd, that we just celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah. And I thank him, I thank that thank him that he could put up with that many years. <laughs> and I love everyone here. And I wish everybody a great holiday season coming up. Thank you. Oh no, you get
10: you get
11: I'm so happy that I can walk on two feet. <laughs> On October 30th, I had to go to the emergency room because the left foot, clear across the the top, the whole top was really bright bright red, and it was puffy. And so when my son saw it, he says, get dressed. We're going to the emergency room. So we went, and I got there, and they said my blood pressure was 205, and... Well, then later it was 155, and the next day I went to my doctor, and it was 143. But anyway, Rick started texting people, and he knew somebody who was holding a prayer meeting that night in his home. And so he he texted him, and they prayed. And I knew the Lord had touched me. And when everything was over, I'd been there for two and a half hours, and the doctor said, the, the white blood count is normal. Wow. Wow. Oh. He said, well, we caught it in time because I could have lost most of my foot. Wow. I thank the Lord for his goodness and his mercy. Yes,
1: yes. <clears throat> and I just want to thank the Lord for his loving kindness in this body that he touches every life here. I want to thank you. As this body, for our pastors and the leadership that believe in the blood of Jesus and the power and the blood of Jesus to bring healing, to bring deliverance. Many churches don't teach on the power of the blood, so I'm thankful for that in this body. We've been coming here for many years, since 2010, and 2010, the Lord touched me in a mighty way, in many ways, after uh, being. Delivered from migraines after 45 years of suffering of those for four or five days a week. I'm thankful for that. I I thank him for that every day. I've never had a migraine since 2010. And I just thank you for that, Lord. Here we go. And what happened with me, what happened with me when the Lord touched me in a mighty way is when I start thanking him for my healing, before it was even manifested. When we get prayer, we need to thank him for our healing, yeah. because that's who he is, our healer. Amen.
0: Babe, 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 babe. Yeah. Hang on, let, unless she wants to keep standing. But let's, let's we, we, this is where we got to stop. Okay, migraines, anybody? Got them? Lift lift a hand right where you are. If you have had them, do have them, struggling with them, don't be embarrassed. Get them up. Put a hand up. Put a hand up. Come back to Mary. Come back. Yeah, come back to Mary. All right. If you have, if you've struggled with them, let's pray right now. Mary's just going to pray a blessing over here right now. We're just going to latch on to that testimony because, listen, once a word is released like that, we can say, Lord, we receive the grace that is released in that testimony. Okay, let's take it. Mary pray.
1: Lord Jesus, we thank you for your precious blood that heals. We thank you for your precious blood that delivers us from all our pains, all our illnesses. And we declare right now, anyone here in this body that is suffering from migraines, that Jesus, you are the healer. All the signs, all the symptoms, all the diagnoses of migraines must leave their bodies now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We just declare your precious blood, your cleansing blood over them, Lord Jesus, that you would line up their bodies, Lord God, their minds, their brains, whatever causes the migraines, Lord God, we speak peace to their bodies, health and wholeness, perfect alignment to their bodies in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we give you the glory, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for their healings in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Let's go back to Sue. Thanks, babe.
9: Well, I want to thank the Lord uh, for this church and excuse me, for the pastors, for the administration of the church. We have been here quite a few years now, and this has been a rough year. And we want to thank you for your prayers. Charlie, ask that I say thank you to all of you who have prayed for him want to thank you for your prayers because without them I really don't think that Charlie would be here today he's had a really horrible time this year he's been in the hospital several times and he still has some things ahead of him he has a cancer s- surgery on December the 13th on his head <laughs> pray that they will be able to get it all and they're treating his face now for uh, Sun cancer on his face. He's supposed to have a myelogram, but his blood count was not proper and they could not do the myelogram. He cannot have an MRI because he has a pacemaker. And so we're so grateful for all of your prayers. Okay, so
10: let's just do this for me. Stay standing, Sue. We're just going to take this moment. We're going to pray. If you'll just reach your hands towards Sue and really just you can say a me too. If you if something in there, if you've had a rough year, we just believe the same goodness over your life. Lord, we just bless Sue right now. Father, I thank you that comfort comes right now into her heart. Lord, as she has expressed gratitude for your goodness and your faithfulness to her, we ask that there just be a sweet expression of your faithfulness this week into Charlie's body. I thank you that surgeries and procedures and medication will function correctly. I thank you that heaven can come alongside and invade his body as well. We just speak peace, over his body and healing over his body and bless and comfort both of them. Thank you that that for these sweet saints, these people who have been faithful their whole life and have seen your faithfulness, and we just give you thanks for healing. Amen.
5: You know, three years ago I uh, had a little heart attack not not little, but whatever. But anyway, all the good people in this church prayed and. Uh, God heard the prayers, and then God answered, so thank you, and then this past weekend, I had a little incident, and again, all the all the good people of the church prayed, and again, God heard the prayers, and God answered, so I give thanks to God, and I also give thanks to all the good people of the church, everybody, they're wonderful, thank you, thank you.
3: like to tell the people that <clears throat> their loved ones are suffering with cancer. Um, November uh, 2013, I was diagnosed with MDS cancer, bone marrow. And uh, Jesus has given me an attitude of gratitude. Oh, okay. And uh, I has received a stem cell transplant on uh, the 14th. Or excuse me, the 10th, April 10th of 2014. And prior between that and being diagnosed, I had over 100 blood transfusions. And uh, I'm so grateful. I mean, <clears throat> it was about a, four or five weeks ago, Laura was on the floor and said, that there's somebody that has a, needs a stem cell or uh, some kind of surgery. Well... <clears throat> my left leg, I didn't have a pulse in it, so I just came out of surgery. Went in on on October eighteenth, and uh, it was amazing. Um, I do have a pulse in my left leg, and uh, Jesus is so great. I just, I can't just count on the blessings that He's given me through my life. Thank you.
6: I just want to say, I don't, I, I don't. This is the first time that I've really spoke um, in a crowd. I want to say that I'm thankful to be alive. Um, 2010, I uh, I fell three stories onto the concrete, and I broke my back in three places and shattered my radial head, and uh, I was not supposed to be alive. And so thank you, Jesus. Thank you for, for giving me life. I, I wasn't supposed to be standing. I wasn't supposed to be walking. I wasn't supposed to be able to talk, to see. I I wasn't supposed to be here, and I thank. I wish my mother was here because um, she's the one that uh, started me coming to church, and uh, I would never have met Jesus without her. Um, and I do, do want to say something that she loves to tell, um, cause she, she gives my testimony for me a lot. Um, <laughs> when I fell and, uh, they were uh, bringing me back to Portland and, uh, telling my family that they didn't think I was going to make it to Portland. And my mom got the phone call that, um, I had fallen and. I was being rushed back and they didn't think that I was gonna live and she sat down with my stepfather and they prayed and she prayed to please, please Father God, to please back this up. Back up her phone, please catch her. And when the surgeon, uh the back surgeon uh got done with the surgery, he, he asked my mom, he said uh what was between uh Jill and, and uh and the cement and uh she said nothing. It was just straight down and he said well I've only seen this type of this type of injury in somebody that was wearing a seatbelt. And so uh <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jesus, and thank you, thank you for this church. I've never been to a church like this before. Um Thank you, guys.
12: (laughs) My name is Betty, and this has probably been the most difficult year of my life. I didn't know that I'd have to do it, but I guess I'm glad Don didn't have to do it. (laughs) But I want to thank this body for the love and the caring and the praying and the support that you've all given me. I couldn't have done it without you, and I thank you for it. And thank the Lord. And Pastor Deb, thank you. Mm. I needed this message today. Mm. I just praise the Lord. Mm. We we're are argu- we're going to get through it, the holidays and all, and I just, he's faithful. He's faithful. Thank you.
3: I thank God because He's healed me five or six times now. I went through rheumatoid arthritis. The Stanford Research Center said it was the worst case they'd ever seen, and that in any one year I'd be in a wheelchair. Well, that was thirty some years ago. <laughs> God doesn't—he doesn't heal you and then let it come back. When He heals you, it's gone. I've had two heart attacks—or no, a heart attack and two strokes. And every time he brings me through, so I can t- tell you, he is the healer. And he'll never fail you if you believe.
2: Well, first, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very thankful for this house. Uh, mainly as I look it through, the, through the crowd and I see each and every one of you, I, and I know each and everybody's story, you just make it easy for us as a staff to serve you. So I want to say thank you. Um, secondly, there's something very significant happening in the house, and maybe you don't know this yet, but as I continue to press into the Holy Spirit, I, I, I literally see, and it, it's not weird stuff, I'm just, in the Spirit, I'm seeing dust particles. And when I see dust particles, when when someone says, same Holy Ghost or same, and that really means they're claiming, they're claiming your testimony for themselves. And as, you, as people are saying that I'm seeing the dust particles come to you and settle upon you. And so that, that same Holy Ghost, that testimony that you have and you have and you have and you have, there's a remnant in the spirit of you on that healing and you can have that for yourself. So I would say as you hear someone give that testimony, just say same, same Holy Ghost because there's something very significant happening in the spirit right now. There's a healing anointing in this place and as much is gratitude, but it's much more deeper than that. You can have that for yourself today. So as you hear and as you hear people talk about the goodness of God and all the healings that have happened and the miracle that he's done, that is for you as well. So I would just encourage you to say same, uh, pray same, same Holy Ghost, because there's something happening in the house today.
13: Amen.
14: Okay. Uh, uh, good morning. Um, my name is Chelsea, and I wasn't going to speak today because we're just visiting. We're here from out of state. Um, but God told me that somebody needed to hear my testimony today here, and that there's a, it's not a coincidence that we're here today for this person to hear it. So whoever this is, I hope it, it helps. Um, my husband and I have had difficulty conceiving our children. And unfortunately, we have lost three. Mm-hmm. And um, but God has promised us this amazing vision of our family. And so we just kept pushing on, and um, we conceived. And I was very afraid the entire pregnancy of the fear, and it was a difficult one. And and I had to be on bed rest and and so forth. But this year we delivered our son.
15: <laughs> oh
14: regardless of the complications that i've gone through with it my son is so healthy he is a bouncing baby boy in the 90 percentile just just great and so um i'm praying for whoever needs to hear this that just keep pushing through and that you just need to be faithful to god's promises that he has the right timing for everything yeah so good All right. uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we just, we're so thankful for everything you've given us this year, God, and thank you for our children and our families, Lord. God, we just lift up people in this room to you. You know them, Lord, and I ask that you just give them peace and healing in this time of waiting through your promise, God. We know that your promises are coming, but the difficult thing is always in the season of waiting. Jesus, just give us the faith. Just give us the strength, Lord, and, and whatever might be wrong, God, I just, I pray that you just continue to give us you, Lord, and and just fill the empty wombs with, with your love and your peace and your timing, God, and protect our children. Help us parent them the way that you mean for us to parent them. Let us raise them into godly warriors for this time. Jesus, definitely in this season and in this world that is coming so against you, Lord, let them just be strong. Let us be strong and just lean on you, we love you, Lord, and we just ask for your guidance in this in your name. Amen
1: Hi, my name is Vicky, and um i 'm like the other lady i don 't talk in groups, so. anyway um my husband and I moved here in February from Longview, and we were searching for a church and we did we went to different ones, and they were great. Um, we enjoyed them, and then one Sunday we said, "Let's go to Aunt Amy, Grammy, Grandma Amy, to you guys, I guess." Aunt Amy's church, and just visit her. And we did. And after service, we w- when we went outside, we both said, "This is it." Just like same time, we knew it, you know, and we feel it, and we're so happy here, and very thankful for Grandma Amy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. amen. Yes, and my husband. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's all
0: <laughs> There's so many people that would say What in the world is going on here But we know what's going on here And it's the good news We have enough fake news But Jesus, the gospel, the good news That's what we're talking about Amen. So we thank you Jesus
8: Amen. Yes. Amen. Okay So my husband and I came to church One year ago today Wow to the first yay god service and we and, and just so but i want to tell you that this, growth, this church has grown because when we got here we had one two services in in one now we can't feel it. Yeah. so praise god and i'm glad this we are part of this family
7: that's right amen, amen. me too
8: <laughs> hello so um daniel and i daniel's over there <laughs> sorry um we we've been here for about a year and a half, and um, prior to coming, I think we would both say that um, we were really wounded, mm. and um, pretty sure we wouldn't keep going to church because of that wounding. Um, but the, the Lord led us here and moved both of our hearts to stay. And I just want to explain to you, like what's happened in the year and a half that we've been coming. At least for me. I don't want to speak for Dan, but um, I think it, it probably applies to him too. But um, <clears throat> when you have the kind of spiritual wound that we had coming in, you you need God to treat that wound, yeah. And um, I feel like each weekend that we came, each encounter, whether it was with you know Dav or or Laura or Megan and her husband, or just various people here, it was like each weekend we were faithful. And we we're just willing to trust a little bit again. He removed that bandage and replaced it every weekend. And every weekend that wound healed more and more and more in our, in our trust in the people of God, you know, grew. Um, and, and so I'm thankful and grateful for this church and for what God has done for Dan and I and for our family here. But I do truly want to say thank you to you. And to Laura, where's Laura? Because we do give thanks and praise to God, but they have a choice to live the best they can every day or live in nonsense every day. And they choose to live the best that they can. And we needed to be here. We needed to see that example because although our faith was in God and we were hurt by people, but we... um, you know, in order to go on, we need examples like this, that God's word is living, but it's also lives through people like dad and Laura and all of you here who have taken time to talk to us and love us and memorize our names and know our kids names when we started coming and just be yourselves not, you know, not be fake or phony. So we'd come back. It was just so genuine that that's how I describe our church, you know, and so thank you for what you guys have done for us. Okay,
9: my name is Kay, and we've been coming here for quite a while, but I'm thankful for the leadership of this church. Um, They're amazing, and I'm thankful for my family, my husband, my family, that every one of them are serving God. Praise God for that. And um, for provision. I lost my job a year and a half ago, but God has provided, and he has blessed and keeps blessing all the time. And... He even gave me a small part-time little job that I can work from home that I'm thankful for, and he just he just provides everything that we need and everything that we want. Even um, he's just is a good provider, so I'm thankful for that.
13: All right. <laughs>
9: okay. <laughs> um, I just want to say. Thank you to the Lord. Thank you to this house. In September, um, when Joe and Becky Cruz were here, my life was changed, and it was changed in a dramatic way. And the Lord told me that that great things were coming, and I just just kept thanking him for it. And, uh, you know, he put me in an amazing home group and uh, this amazing church. And I just want to say thank you to all of you for being there for Jerry and I.
13: Could you? I'm I,
10: I'm, I, if y'all are looking it's you need to go so we gotta let you go i love giving thanks stay for second service though and if you didn't yeah. get to give your your yay god you can do it then how's that sound is it all right if we finish with my friend um, no no disrespect to anybody that's waiting if you are wait is there somebody waiting here okay we'll do what okay I'm yeah
13: <laughs>
4: okay i don't know If you have time for this, but I was going through a very trying time, and God actually was watching out over me like this man was talking about. If you've given your heart to the Lord, he is there always for you. A friend of mine said to me, God showed him how many times he saved my life. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't aware of it, and we were challenged one time to read through the Bible, And we came across the scripture that even the spirit is interceding for you and praying for you. And I didn't quite understand it. that week, I went through one of the most traumatizing time of my life. I fell off a roof. I had a stake go up through my neck and almost penetrated into my brain cavity. It broke off. <clears throat> left a splinter there, but it broke off on a diagonal. It was a four-foot stake. I fell to my knees, and the Lord miraculously saved me. The doctor was, he almost like, I have to put my hands on you. You're a miracle. So wow. I it, it missed your jugular by a little bit. He says, I don't know how you're speaking today. He said the the barrier between your brain, he said if you would have impacted that they couldn't have survived me. And all through that hospital stay, the Lord was just making me grateful that he had given me a a scripture to hold on to. Yeah. <clears throat> After that he brought his the doctor brought his son in to touch me <laughs> because he knew what God had done to save me. Wow. I, all I can say is, He is there for you. He's watching over you. He will protect you. And the enemy cannot touch his favorite. And each one of you are his favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Believe
10: that's it. Good.
13: Praise the Lord. So
15: good. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Most of you guys don't know Dave and I. We just started coming here, but Dave was in the military for 34 years, and this was our last duty station, was Vancouver, and we weren't going to stay. We were going to go home, and our daughter ended up coming with her three children, so we decided to stay because they're here. And when we were in the military, we always knew that when we would tour out a different duty station, God would have a church for us. We knew it before we got there. But because we knew we weren't going to stay here, it didn't seem as a big deal. We just started going to church, but no church ever met our needs. And we're old enough that when Dave retired from the military, (laughs) we could retire on Social Security. He had been in that long. So we're kind of old school when it comes to church and what we're looking for in a church. You can take and mask church in many different ways. You can put programs on. You can put scenery up. You can, put, you can bring in secular songs and put God words to them, but that's not God. God is in a church where you can see the love of God You can see the gifts working. You can see the vessels that God is working through. And so we've been here for about 10 years, and God never gave us that calmness in a church that we always felt in all of our other duty stations. We just kept looking and looking and moving and looking because I know that God has a fit for everyone to be in a church. Somebody might One day it was described to me like, you know, you might be a roofer. You might be a plumber. You might be whatever it is it takes to build a house. Well, that church can be that way. You might need what a church offers for you. Or you might need what another church offers for you. Dave and I walked into this church a couple of months ago. And we walked out like some of the other people said. This is our church. And I want to thank you. And a lot of people have said this. I want to th- th- about the leadership being here, but it's not the leadership that I want to think. It's what God is doing through you mm-hmm. as the yeah. leadership oh, yeah. in this church. Yeah. I can feel the Holy Spirit. I can see the gifts offered. I see the blood of Jesus working, and there's so many churches today that don't let the gifts operate. They don't preach the blood of Jesus. They don't talk about Jesus because they're afraid they'll lose people. They're afraid they'll lose the money in the plate that goes around. But in this church, I see it all. And so Dave and I have elected to stay. We haven't elected to let people know who we are yet because we wanted to make sure that we were in the house that God had chosen for us. And we thank you for it.
0: Well, welcome home. Let me, uh, let me just try to, we've heard so many stories about miracles and the Lord sparing people's lives and saving them. So let me ask us to stand together. We're going to close now. But I just want to say thank you again, Lord. Thank you that you are a miracle-working God. Lord, that, that, that you are the God who has, who, in this room, we have heard story after story of you absolutely turning around the totally impossible. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that you have planted a place here. You've planted a tree here, that it's a a place, a house of mercy, a gate of mercy and a house of healing. We thank you, Lord, that people are coming home. We thank you, Lord, for those that are still coming home. And, Lord, we thank you for hope. Lord, our Thanksgiving this morning has now, we, we take that, that seed of thanksgiving. And we say, Lord, we thank you for hope today. We thank you for hope. We thank you that hope is rising in wombs and in hearts and in homes. Lord, that every promise of God remains to us, yes. And to those promises, we all say amen. 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 Let's give the Lord thanks together, everybody. Just give the Lord thanks. Friends, I've got to turn you loose. It's 1048. Folks are in the lobby looking for places to park. Be kind to each other. Say something kind to someone on your way out.